Okay. Okay. Welcome to Buzz Magazine. Thank you so much for talking to us. I have been Thank to your you cafe. Thank you so much. <laughs> so okay. I have been to your cafe. Like I told you in the mail that I've been to your cafe twice, and I loved it. Yeah. So I have a friend back in Calcutta. She loves. She basically looks for all these cafes, and she loves pot boiler. And she called me, and she said, "You have to come here when you come down here." <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So I mean, that's what when you reached out, I was like, "Oh, wow! Someone like you know is in Mumbai and like wants to speak to me." So I, I feel very honored. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I keep raving about your cafe. I've been trying to to get more people to come meet me over there. So every time right now, okay. obviously I'm stuck in Bombay, but the next time I go, I'm definitely coming down again. So great, great. Please do drop me a message, and you know we should definitely meet. So, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So what gave you the idea for a pot boiler? The you know to few stories and coffee together. So the thing is, I'm an avid reader, and uh, so this dream has been like ten years in the making since college days, I think. Oh, and wow. I always knew I wanted to open a cafe, and I knew it had to do something with books and coffee together because that combination has been such an escapist thing for me. So I always wanted to do that. Obviously, over the years, exploring different, you know, like specialty coffee mixed with the literary theme, not just books in a cafe. So uh, over the years, you explore, you know, you read more, you get to know more. You, ex- I explored coffee so much over the last five years. And just and last year I decided uh, I wanted to open the place. <laughs> so yeah, it's really so nice. So why did you choose the name Pot Boiler? Uh, the full name is Pot so Boiler actually, Coffee House, if I'm not wrong. Yes, it is Pot Boiler Coffee House. So actually, the name came from a class assignment that I did in college. Oh. We had to create like our own brand with a logo and things like that. So and. That was when I knew that okay, I want to do something with like you know like a cafe, like a bookstore cafe. That's what I had in mind then. So I came across the term pot boiler. Pot boilers usually, you know, they are like those uh, massy fiction novels or screenplays, and that's what you call like a fast-paced to earn yeah. the, either the easy buck or you know something like that. So that's why I came across mm-hmm. that name. And when I set to open the cafe, you know, like I was like, okay, this is like a little ch- uh, tongue in the cheek uh, take as well because the cafe is actually not just uh, paying, you know, homage to like uh, the pulp fiction or popular fiction uh, genre. It is also it is basically like a literary theme, so it is also a very uh, tongue in cheek take on that as well as like the whole coffee pot, boiling water, so like a wordplay with that as well. I like how all the everything that you have, they have all the names have a history behind it. That's why I thought we'd ask you that. Thank you. Okay, so obviously yes, I have. Yes, I been... have been checking out the interiors and all, uh, on the yeah. on the Instagram page, and I was like, every corner must have a story associated with it. So, what inspired you in terms of the decor? So decor wise, honestly, uh, everything like, you know, the, uh, obviously I found someone who could execute that well for me, but I knew, I knew exactly like, you, you know, this is the kind of bookshelf I want. This is where I want the bookshelf. This is where I would want, uh, like the coasters, the posters, the all yeah, yeah. So all of that, you know, even having like literary quotes, uh, on the wall. Like framed quotes on the wall in different places. So everything was that I knew that I wanted, especially like the anatomy of a reader chair. 
I had seen like this meme and you know this image is like very famous. And when I saw it, I think a year and a half back is when I saved it on Pinterest that I want like a live three D, you know, like a live version of this where people and and that become one of our Instagrammable walls as well because people just sit yes. there take pictures. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the idea behind it. I was like, I want this, like you know, like a live three D version of this where people can just sit. So a lot of like each and every corner, I was like, this is where I want this because it makes sense. Especially with the even the authors, the quotes, all handpicked. Like I knew these are the particular authors I wanted, and why mm-hmm. those authors also. So yeah, a lot of thought has gone into gone it. Okay. Even so like which the is decor. your favorite quote on the wall? Which is your so my, favorite Actually, it's uh, my favorite one is turn to page uh, three, uh, 394. 394. 90, <laughs> Sorry, 94. Yeah, that one. 394. <laughs> so, because I'm a big Potterhead fan. So, and that entire thing that, you know, you don't need to call me Sir Professor and that entire bit is amazing. <laughs> so, I love that quote. But, yeah. Okay. Okay, so the other thing that is very intriguing for both of us, I told about the menu and then we were both, I think it was 12 o'clock in the night and we were pouring over the menu again because I was telling her that the menu is so interesting, you have to look at the menu. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. I remember having a drink called Christmas and it, it was amazing. Ah, yes. So, yeah, it was part of our window would, yeah. introduced then. Yeah. So, but what we would like to know is what inspired you to name the drinks the way they are. We understand that they are inspired by books or literary tropes. But how did you how did you come across I mean you know come up with the names to proceed and actually give them the character they have? So a lot of the you know a lot of them are see uh, names that you usually get to hear like for example espresso patronum is something that's been going on for a very long time you know you see it on a lot of uh, wall art and you know uh, stationery etc. There are a lot of things that obviously you do a bit of research and things like that. But most of it was me and my bhabi. She's a big potterhead as well. We just sat in front of a bookshelf. <laughs> and we were just thinking that, okay, yeah, you know, this goes with this. But it's just not that, okay, it rhymes. So let's put it together. For example, mm-hmm. something like a Fahrenheit pour over uh, for V60. So it was a, and because it's a hot coffee and it's a pour over. So I kind of wanted to pay homage to, you know, the very fact that the book has a lot to do with fire and burning. So uh, that we also have a lot of thoughts and then for example say for something like you know because we I had done a lot of recipe uh, tasting like you know before while we were developing for example call me by your name that's how it came like I had that drink and because it's not it's something that was developed for the cafe and it just took me to that uh, you know those certain scenes in the book so that's where uh, that name came from so it is a mix of all of these things. And uh, the whole a song of ice and fire, the combination of chilies and mint, that was really yeah. unusual to me. I mean, that sounds really intriguing. How did that happen? So, uh, basically, I had a consultant on board and uh, mm-hmm. he kind of helped with the whole training part of it and the recipe development. So, we were just okay. trying out different flavors and uh, our entire signature drinks, I think, except for the butterbeer latte because that was something I wanted on the menu. Uh, he came up with them. Like, you know, had the consultant on board, so uh, did like two, three rounds of, okay, this works, this doesn't work. And because it was mint and chili, I was like, oh, 
so i was like oh now this has to be named you know song of ice and fire because it is like literally heat and yeah, oh, ice and fire the whole cool <laughs> thing so that is why except for maybe one or two because you know they just rhymed so well most of them have been like okay thought into or at least that yeah this makes sense <laughs> so yeah that sounds really awesome i i need to head to kolkata really really soon yes. just to visit kolkata <laughs> i think thank you yeah i mean i mean we want to open this you know in more places so we are working on that we were actually working on that before uh, the whole covid-19 mm-hmm. situation happened so let's see how this year pans out and what happens in the next two months but yeah yeah we actually wanted to talk to yeah, you about that as well the whole yeah. how it has affected business and did you find a way around it like a lot of people are doing home deliveries to cope with yeah yeah but i didn't want to do that so we actually shut before the lockdown was announced we closed i think 5 to 6 days prior that uh no four days prior you know like the uh, janta curfew was announced four days before that okay. because that's when the moment the first case came to west bengal uh, yes i was like uh, i need to you know we need to take this seriously and because it was also about the safety of my uh, team members because so many of them travel like you know they take the local train they travel for an hour and a half to kind of risk their lives so that you know we can keep the place running didn't make any sense and then them in turn maybe infecting so many other people them getting infected themselves and then passing on the thing so we t- took the decision to close down pretty early on in the whole situation but we are not doing deliveries at the moment none of it because uh firstly i didn't w- i you know i didn't want to risk anyone's life like for deliveries you know I, i understand the revenue part of it and everything luckily i was able to manage march april end uh, i don't know what's going to happen in may but uh, i didn't want to have deliveries and things like that because uh, a it is also a lot about the ambience the place is such that you know the ambience and the coffee and everything goes together but first it was about the safety of my team members like asking even one person even if i have two people running the place asking them to travel like an hour and half risking i don't know yeah. getting in contact with how many people i was like it's not that important at the moment i mean the entire world is suffering so obviously it is very hard because you don't know when you're opening next and even if you open what it is going to be like like i keep calling it the new normal so just waiting when the lockdown gets over so that's when i will it will take like i think another two weeks even post that to just settle down so that's that's pretty yeah. strong business ethics right there uh, really commendable thank you thank you but yeah i mean i know obviously it is affecting the revenue bit quite quite a bit but uh, there's there it's like it's you know there's no point going around it and doing something that might risk like there's so many risk factors involved so it just doesn't make sense anyway yeah mm. like okay, personally also we have stopped all yeah yeah that's why for interrupting no 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 that's all right yeah tell me jumping to so the more fun part of corona the result of yeah. quarantine dalgona coffee <laughs> what do you think about that what do you think of it honestly so the thing is you know because it's specialty coffee so a lot of people are working around it so instead of using instant coffee people are using brewed coffee they they using like a mocha pot or a french press you know for the same concoction 
so people are coming with their coming up with their own variations i you know i cannot lie and say oh i didn't try it obviously i did try it but i also knew ki are ye to this is our you know fat tv coffee so it's nothing new that is happening mm-hmm. we didn't like like social media wise we didn't at all go with the whole trend because i was like it's okay <laughs> anyway i didn't like i don't know personally i was like it's okay we can skip this trend <laughs> on our social media but yeah but you do have a very active social media yeah. like i remember yes yes, yes. do you have a yeah, yeah we try to be yeah <laughs> so i mean we ha- i have a social media team but then i'm quite like actively engaged in everything that's going on and you know because sometimes like say for example if it's coffee or things like that a lot of it is information that they can create things for you but sometimes you need to give them like the technical info or you know things like that so but i like to be actively involved because i'm such, i'm very like i'm a content writer myself so i don't like typos especially i don't like grammatical errors and uh, things like that uh, in my post so once or twice you know it has happened and whenever it happens because it does happen i understand that bit as well but i am very like <laughs> i just made us, it is what yeah. like you just made both of us very happy because we are both content writers as well <laughs> okay yeah i mean <laughs> i did go through the page it looked pretty interesting the article that you had on the on the magazine website so yes. great job So thank you this is just the thank you writing or uh, are there more people involved in it so the first time around it was me and two of my college friends we were uh, pursuing our mfil okay. and we started it as okay. a honestly it started because my friend was on my head saying that you should do something why don't we do something and originally not many people know this i wanted to name buzz meow both of them just looked at me and said we are not doing this okay you figure it out we are not okay. going to name a magazine meow this is the second time around 2.0 I am a Chudeshna. Actually, okay. I think one year before I started the magazine, and this time we are collaborating to figure out how to take it forward. And we both love books, so we were like, okay, let's just make it into a magazine that specializes with all things books. And the more I explore the bookish world, the more I find that there are so many other things than just you know reading and authors and just publishers. It has so many branches. Yeah, yeah and it's even now, like you know, with technology and everything, it's like. there's so many avenues that you can explore just within this world like fan fiction itself is like a separate i think that's like a completely separate genre now that has come up you know because of i think internet the advances in internet fan fiction existed even earlier but because not everybody had access to internet as good as we have it now so i think that's just yeah okay yeah because one other thing was i was very intrigued by the collection of books in the cafe there are so many books and it covers a lot of genres one book in particular Thank stood you. out for me that was the one that had about you know all the star signs and astrology and who's compatible with the love astrology one yeah, yeah. <laughs> but is it safe to assume that you believe in the star signs what's your take on it not really so the entire thing was uh, i was in this second hand bookstore and uh, you know i was picking up books for the cafe and we came across this co- and i was looking for coffee table books because you know the whole idea of like creating a space like that is you don't need to be like a book book person but basically just promoting the idea that reading is a form of escapism it can be any form of reading 
be it even your novels, comics. That's why I think uh, newspapers, so anything. So that's where I came across this, and I was like, hey, even as someone who is not a reader, okay, they come because okay, we like the coffee or we like the food or you know we heard about it, they pick up that book, and inherently without even realizing, for those maybe five ten minutes they're reading something, they're not even looking at their phone and they are talking to one another because usually. Two, three friends, or you know, if they're like two people, three people group, they usually like to sit with that book and discuss. You know, what what does your thing say? I don't believe in it, but it's also a very good group activity <laughs> because it's fun. <laughs> it's just fun to read about it. <laughs> so you know, I mean, believe not believe that's a personal take. I don't believe in it, but it was just fun because that, like you know, I forgot to buy the thing and I think I had uh, my bhabhi with me and we would, we just sat there and we were just reading our bits you know oh what does your thing say what does your thing say so just for the fun element <laughs> and there's a blind date with the book section as well right yeah yeah so Which, how did again, that yeah. Group so activity? I saw this concept uh, no no I saw this concept actually I was traveling last to last year and I saw uh, this bookstore in Singapore they had a vending machine and they had like you know these uh, just uh, books wrapped in uh, like a white paper and they had hints like this and you could just like put in coins and like you would buy a chips packet of chips or you know bottle of coke you could just buy any book and then be surprised by it later on so that intrigued me so much I bought one book from there and then after that I was like you know need to get like a version of this whenever I open my place and once I did wanted to have that here because in Calcutta I didn't really see it happening anywhere like I know Mumbai and Delhi had a few events like that but uh, didn't really see it in Calcutta so wanted it to get you know wanted to get it to the city that's nice thank you and also there's uh, there's this um, coffee um, cups that you have. You, I think you promoted it on your Instagram. And were you trying to achieve a sustainability angle there? Reduce, reuse? Yeah, uh, yeah. so that's uh, our keep cups. So even like the normal takeaway cups that we have, they're a little different because uh, we have uh, paper cups for both cold and uh, hot beverages. And uh, so it was a similar thing where, uh, you know, they are called uh, keep cups or in case uh, you want to like, you know, kind of not always waste that because we are using plastic lids. Even if we are using paper cups, they're plastic lids. So the idea was that, hey, just buy this cup and you can, you know, whenever you come in, you, you can use this cup instead of like wasting that particular adding to that the whole yeah. yeah, yeah. You also have extremely adorable merchandise. Like they are available for sale where you pay the bill. So mostly I remember. So I also. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we, I think I bought a card or something. But then I loved all the little messages on top of the card. So those are something that you come up with or. It is again something that you brainstorm with your bhabhi. So, uh, uh, was it the Christmas one that you're talking about? Yeah, it was just during Christmas. Yeah, so Christmas one was with uh, was with uh, this one person. Her name is Amy and she does, she conducts a lot of brush lettering workshops at Fort Boiler. So, okay. this was in collaboration with her where she was like, hey, I, you know, I have a few of these Christmas cards and postcards. Uh, so, you're like, yeah, sure, we'll keep it at the cafe and, you know, in case... Uh, People would want to pick up uh, a 
you know, pick up a postcard or a card. So why not? So yeah, I guess the that if that's the one you're talking about, so that was with her. Her oh. Insta handle is Letters by Amy. If you want to check her out. So. And do you conduct a lot of different uh, workshops and events, host a lot of different kinds of events as well? Yes. So the idea, I usually aim for like uh, every weekend at least one event because that kind of keeps the whole tempo thing going up as well. So we usually have like an art workshop every month, which is fixed to like the second or third uh, weekend, like Saturday mm-hmm. or Sunday. And then we also have an open mic night because that's a lot of fun that's you know, that's the day where I love working because I'm listening to good music and I'm working and, you know, it doesn't feel like work that day. <laughs> then we t- we try to have at least one bookish event every month. Either So we had like a Harry Potter trivia night in January. Then before that, we had a blind, blind date with a book event. And uh, we had a few more lined up in March. We had like a Game of Thrones lined up. We had a reading and blind date <laughs> with a book for children specifically. But uh, COVID nineteen happened. <laughs> but yeah, we keep having. We have we had a few coffee workshops as well, and we keep we like to you know mix it up every time so so that it's always good and it all obviously kind of introduces the cafe to a wider audience. So yeah, yeah. Okay, why are we all quiet? <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought you guys were going to ask something. So, yeah, it's pretty interesting. We actually had like in March we didn't have anything because I think that was like the board exam time, like half of Feb until like mid March. Mm-hmm. And post that yeah, we had like a, a superb Game of Thrones trivia planned, but <laughs> no, I am actually so glad. Some pl- a place like Potboiler Coffee House exists in Calcutta because when I was growing up, there was no place for you to go if you were a bookworm and you wanted to escape from the world. We did not have yeah. cafes. We had cafe coffee days, but those were mostly for, I don't know, when I was in school, it was uh, popularized as a place you go on dates. And another thing that not many people know is where we, I am a 90s kid. So cafe coffee day would only hire good looking waiters because that was their hook of getting kids to that <laughs> That's true. Oh, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> That's true. But that was the idea, you know, to kind of like have this space, which was like a form of escapism. That's why you will see like, you know, it is on the second floor. And then if you see that entire area, you all you can see is greenery. So you kind of forget that you are in such a place. And you know, to do with books and everything. So that's what you will see. I didn't want to create like another cafe that had books stacked. I like the collection we've gotten like these two three reviews where people are like oh you know they have some very few books but I was like the concept was that's why we had like you know short reads we have we have genre specified things you know we have sections where you have uh, normal literary uh, fiction separately crime fiction separately comics separately poetry separately whatever you want to read you can come read pick it up because it's not possible to read a novel every time you're going to a cafe so that's why we had the entire short read section and so many coffee table books and comics. Because I, that was the idea from day one that I would rather have like say 100 to 150 books but have books that actually people would either pick up or know. 
or you know have some value maybe in my life or would have value in general like i didn't want to just talk up ki acha let's go buy in bulk and just have like rows and rows of books without anyone even if, because that's the problem i used to face like any cafe you go to you see two three books and then you're like it's too difficult to find a book <laughs> no matter you know how many books are there so for me it was like everyone should be able to find a book and it's so much fun like you know there are days when somebody just comes okay i'm murakami or you know they're just discussing a particular book that they spotted and you know you get to having a conversation and then for half an hour they are also there i've also forgotten that okay i need to get back to the counter so you know those small like i live for those small discussions sometimes which is amazing because you don't get to have them every day very true what's your favorite discussion so far <laughs> my favorite discussion so far so uh, there's this one uh, regular that she yeah she's a regular now uh, the first time when she had come in and she had come with her mother so you know the three of us were discussing books and then the both of us started discussing then we were discussing you know we had a lot of author like uh, uh, author favorites that were like quite common uh, we had like chimamanda and then we had we were discussing again we were discussing harry potter and it was amazing i think 15 to 20 minutes and didn't even realize where time just went by because we just we just discussing books that's all you didn't even have to discuss anything else so that that is like something and that was also during like you know like in september like after a month or so that we had opened so to know that okay yes you know that there's this entire section of people that you don't get to meet otherwise because they're always hidden somewhere because they don't have that one common space to go to so is, yeah that's one conversation i remember Yeah, but now I get to have more uh, conversations like this because we uh, two months back we uh, started our own book club. It's called Overbooked. So we try and meet like once in a month. Uh, there are around thirty people, but obviously not everyone is able to join in. But uh, yeah, so, you know we we meet them. But now we have this WhatsApp group, so anytime any anytime anyone's reading anything, we try to meet on Zoom more. often now so that also keeps the conversations going oh that's nice i like how the pandemic has made the zoom the new normal people are like yeah yeah let's just do it on zoom <laughs> yeah anything i mean there are you know there are quizzes being held on zoom tiktok videos uh, being made on zoom i just saw one yesterday i was like oh my goodness And then there's this entire whole section of society where they're like, "Oh, Zoom will get hacked and things like that." And I was like, oh, "Any every app has access to your, you know, access to your phone's information." But okay, Zoom actually added two layers of security now, so that people don't migrate to other. It means uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Because in between, I remember this happened. Everyone was like, "Oh, don't use Zoom. Let's not use Zoom." I was like, "Okay." It's like you're on Instagram and Facebook, not like that is not you know giving them access. But yeah. So we spoke about the decors of the cafe. There was this one wall I still remember, and I did not get a chance to take a picture over mm-hmm. there because somebody or the other was always there. I think you know the wall I'm talking about. It is the yellow wall which has the anatomy of a reader, and I think anybody who goes to Pot Boiler has yeah. a picture over there. How did yeah, that that yeah, inspiration yeah. strike that this would be my star wall? <laughs> so uh, I remember one of the first discussions when I had uh, that I had with my interior designer was that listen, 
you know rest of the things let's figure out but uh, this is one image and i want this in the cafe so i was like and because you know when you location hunting and you know so when i saw this space I, i knew that this is the corner i wanted the anatomy of a reader to be as well so when i met the interior designer basically i was just telling her that listen i want this here this here that there and yeah i'm sorted so anatomy of a reader was something that just like from day one i knew has to be there and obviously there were a lot of you know in between oh let's not do it let's not do it you know the interior designer was like oh it will be it might not come uh, come out properly and then i had to kind of because the original idea was something else to get that entire image uh, painted on the wall and then i was like that doesn't make sense and because i knew this one green uh, the couch the sofa that's there i knew i wanted that kind of uh, like a single seater sofa and that's when the idea struck to me that okay i can make this sort of like you know have like just the writings on the wall and have like the sofa right in front of it so that's where that happened and we have like two famous walls one is the harry potter one which is like the neon sign one like the after all this time uh, always one which again was not my idea by the way but uh, so i was looking for a neon sign and then uh, there was something else and then we were looking for a bookish coat again my bhabhi was like oh you know we can have this so that's such a great idea why didn't you know why didn't it strike and then that's how that came to be so these two walls like that entire section with the always sign is like now known as the harry potter corner like you know initially they used to be request that okay we want to sit in the harry potter corner and it's like which one is the harry potter corner because to me it's like a neon <laughs> sign and then you know there are also different posters there and then that's when i realized that right next to that sign is where that uh, turn to page 394 uh, poster is as well and there is like a marauders mat like there, there are literally cushions on the couch out of which one of them is a marauders map cushion so i was like oh this is why where they are so these two areas are like everyone just wants to get pictures like there so a lot of people i have uh, spoken to about pot boiler in kolkata or people who i kind of told them that go to this cafe it has become their mm. little safe haven so a lot of my friends do frequent the cafe a lot Yeah. Oh my God, that's so good to hear. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy to like now. You know, a lot of the regulars, I'm able to like identify that. Okay, yeah. Oh yeah. The, you know, like I remember the orders from la- la- last time, and you know, okay, would you want to have that again? Or you know, that entire camaraderie thing that whenever they're there at the cafe, you have this two to three minute conversation. So I'm, I'm happy that you know there's this loyal base that we've been able to. have at a very short span of time like i feel because we just completed like 8 months now and obviously out of which one and half months we've been short so it's great to know thank you <laughs> for spreading the word oh thank you for that cafe i'm telling you it's like <laughs> i have been telling you this sudesh sir is obviously not in calcutta i've been telling her that we have to come to calcutta the next time and then we'll go to this cafe together oh, thank you yes as we see pictures and those are enough for for me to want to go to kolkata just for the just for a cup of coffee and it, it's just so amusing it's so cute it's so you know it makes me feel like this is somewhere i belong yeah that was the idea kind of but thank you <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> thank you that it gives out that vibe as well because sometimes you think a lot you know a lot many things but to mm-hmm. actually just have that like you know mm-hmm. to get executed in this way it's amazing yeah well, it's so impressive that you thought of it for such a long time and then you just brought it to life yeah so i mean again you know 10 years i'm originally i was like okay i was content writing and then i moved back home a couple of years back and then the whole idea was like oh open it once you settle down and you know there's that entire story attached to this as well so i was like okay 3 years settle down settle down settle down wasn't settling down and then i was like i've had enough i can't wait to settle down somebody else will only open this place i just want to open it now you know like let my dream come true and then we'll see you know when i settle when i settle like the traditional settle thing i feel quite settled now after opening the place but yeah is there any other book uh, other than harry potter that actually inspired you in the overall experience of just you know the everybody has this aha moment like for me i was six when i was like no i want to write i don't care what anybody else in the world says for shudeshna okay how old were you when you decided that writing is my i was 14 and then again i got to rediscover that when i turned 24 So ah, yes, there were two moments. So, two aha moments. For me, I I think it was a similar thing. One was uh, in school uh, during my eleventh and twelfth. So I, you know, I was in CBSE board until then. Post that, I uh, moved to a school which had ISC, and it was actually one of you know my English teacher in twelfth standard. We had Macbeth as you know as our play, and then we had great expectations. so the way she you know the way she got like everyone so invested in both the stories the way she used to narrate the story the way she used to ask us to you know the discussions she used to have the assignments that she used to give it kind of changed the literature for me until then i was reading twilight even first of my college i was like yeah yeah twilight i yeah and obviously you don't deny this past as well but literature changed for me you know like how descriptive and how in depth it can be and you know the emo- the emotions that it can bring out in a person is when and that's when and post that a year later i started reading uh, post war literature like you know i started reading hemingway fitzgerald then i went to uh, went to uh, george orwell and then started reading a few of these books and you know then i also read uh, jack crook on the road so you know this entire post war literature is when i was like okay this is how people have kind of transpired all of that that happened to them during the war in literature so that was my aha moment that okay this is what literature can you know this is what books can do to you how escapist it is the form of writing and the form of reading you know both is in a way just someone trying to escape or someone trying to put down you know so that's when that was my aha moment okay thank you so much for talking to us we wish you all the best for the cafe and obviously the next thank time you. we are in town we are going to come meet you we just yes, can't please, wait for please. this yeah this one line that i have been telling all my friends it's like when all this is over 
so when all this is over we come see <laughs> when all this is that's a very good line to actually use <laughs> but yeah it was so much of fun thank you so much and please do drop me a message you know the next time any of you or the both of you are there in calcutta yes and yeah, we'll both we'll be meet. <laughs> yes yeah we'll both be there okay i don't have to come okay <laughs> one last virtual <laughs> picture If okay. you guys sure, are all right. <laughs> yes, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, sure. Say cheese. Cheese. Thank you so much, Nali. Thank This you. Was Thank really you so fun. much. Same here, and we'll please, I love reading the articles. Please keep writing. It was amazing. Thank you for doing this <laughs> for two point zero version of Buzz. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. 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 Have a good day. Bye. You too. Yeah. Tada. <clears throat>